joining us today. So welcome back to The Voice Podcast. My name is Tiffany. I'm going to be one of your hosts today. I am joined by Autumn, Ray, and Jack. How is everybody doing? Pretty good. Awesome. Um, All right. So today we are going to be doing a podcast episode um, about midterms. Um, It's that time of the semester again, and midterms can be a pretty scary adventure for a lot of people, especially if this is your first year or your first time in post-secondary. So we're going to talk a little bit about how to get prepared. Um, So Jackie and Wright, can you tell us a little bit about your roles at St. Lawrence College? Sure. Um, I'll, I'll get us started, I guess. Um, my name is Jackie Quayle, and I am one of the student success facilitators at St. Lawrence College. Um, and the SSF role is around providing academic advisement to support student success. So we also provide navigational support to our students, describing and referring them to resources and services that will help them as a St. Lawrence College student. And some of the main learning strategies that we support um, include things like test taking, note taking, study skills, and we also support with time management and organization. Oh, cool. So lots of of services available then through student success. That's amazing. What about you, Ray? Great. So thanks. Thanks, Tiffany and Autumn. Um, My name is Ray Brackenbury and I work with student wellness and accessibility services and my role um, is a learning strategist and it's very, very similar to some of the things that that Jackie does as an SSF, Um, but my focus is is just on the last pieces that Jackie was talking about, about time management, organization, academic goal setting is is the, the areas of emphasis for for me and the the, one of the differences in my role compared to Jackie is that I see students that are registered with student wellness and accessibility services so if you're a student that has connected with student wellness then there's a chance if you need academic support that you might come and meet with me and we would talk about ways to improve your academic success and your efficiency with studying in the things like Jackie mentioned um, time management organization and and all other academics so test taking is a big thing so that's what we're talking about today that's awesome yeah I think that uh Time management and organizational skills are so important, especially around midterm time when there's just so much to do. There's so much to study and so many things going on. So those are really important things. And it's nice to know that there are services at the college um, to help people with that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, What can you tell us about some of the student services on campus to help prepare for midterms? Great question. Um, So I'll list a couple of them. Um, One, starting with um, Ray's area, is our Student Wellness and Accessibility Services. Um, And that um, office provides personal counseling, workshops, academic accommodations, adaptive technologies, learning strategies, accessible testing services, um, a learning coach support, and, and a lot more. Um, Specifically, there's some workshops that um, Student Wellness offers and and you can see those through your URSLC app. 
Um, and right now, some of those are around test taking, um, as well as things like um, stress management, um, time management. Um, they can be on um, anxiety, budgeting, organization, and more. Um, so if you're interested in any of those, um, you do get an email pretty much weekly from the URSLC app where there's information about them, um, how to sign up and what time, but also um, you could download the URSLC app and see them in there as well. Um, we also have the Academic Support Centre, um, used to be called the Math and Writing Centre. It's located inside the library on the Kingston campus. And they support students' skill development by offering access to free resources and tutoring services in English, writing, literacy, math, science, and accounting. Um, so these are professional tutors um, that you can make an appointment with through our St. Lawrence College website. And you basically show them what you're struggling with and they'll sort of talk you through how to maybe solve that math problem or how to write um, a, a better essay or give you some ideas on how to do some research. Um, and then lastly, we have the peer tutoring program. Um, the peer tutoring program is tri-campus, um, but here in Kingston, um, if you would like a peer tutor, you do go to the St. Lawrence College website. Um, you click on the application, fill out what you, which class you need help with, um, and you'll be matched with someone either in your program or someone who's taken that course before who did well in that course. Um, and they provide either one-to-one -one or group support. So it's really just a peer who actually gets paid for doing the tutoring, um, but it's free to the students and they basically help you through the course and you can apply for a peer tutor for more than one course as well. All right, that's awesome. awesome. All right, so um, seems like there are lots of services, which is absolutely incredible and, and things that students can access throughout the year. Um, but since our focus is on midterms, um, for anybody that doesn't know, can, can you tell us what is a midterm? Um, why do we have midterms? Sure, yeah, I'll, I'll take that one, um, Tiffany. So like the name um, mid, meaning midway, um, it's really a midway in the semester is what a midterm is. So it could take on um, the form of a test, an exam, it could be a big project or an assignment, um, it could be a presentation, but basically it's some form of assessment midway through your semester. So we started in September, we're going to be ending mid-December, so right around now is when your teachers really want to see where you're at. They want to see are these students taking in the information that I'm sharing with them and what do they know so this is your opportunity as a student to show what you know um, so when we think about it that way sometimes it's not quite as scary if we think we're really just showing our teacher that we get what they're telling us um, or what we're reading in the textbook um, and it's your way of, of showing that so most most of us think of midterms as exams and I would say that is probably you know 80% of the assessment would be a typical exam um, and yeah, it's really just showing what you know, that you understand the material. And, and the other thing that's neat about a midterm, though, to also think about is it allows you to see how much you know or don't know. So you may be golden and, and understanding you write your midterm and, yep, I'm, I'm doing really well. Or you might not be and you may really struggle on your midterm. So this is a good opportunity for you to go, whoa, 
I'm not doing as well as I was hoping. And then maybe think about some services like Jackie was talking about. And it gives you a chance to do that um, in the midterm because you still have time. Usually the midterm isn't worth, you know, huge amounts, um, but it, so it allows you to still make some improvements or some changes in your study uh, strategies so that come finals, you're a little more prepared and you can you can knock that one out of the park. Yeah, I think that a lot of people have this idea that that midterms are kind of the be all and end all. If you if you do badly on your midterm, that's it. It's over for you. You're not going to do well. But um, I, I don't know if it's been your experience, Ray, but uh, um, midterms are recoverable. Like absolutely, you can still you can still pass. <laughs> that's a great term, Tiffany. I like that. You you absolutely can. And I think Jackie could probably speak to this as well. But we we are often busy after midterms and and that's a good thing it's you know a lot of students don't really know that they need support or they don't really know what they need yet you're coming from um, different situations from work from high school you don't know that you need help yet and so the midterm is a good way to find out if you do need help and then all these services are in place and we're ready to go at midterm and after midterm time to help you reach your goals for the end of the semester. So it's it's a lot of work. It's not, you know, and I think most students realize, okay, I just need to make some changes and I'll be okay, but absolutely recoverable and in most cases for sure. And I think one thing that students don't realize is that after the midterm, you can ask for feedback. So go to your instructor and say, you know, I thought I was on point here, but I failed the midterm. Um, can I know where I went wrong? Because if you don't ask, you're not going to know unless you're getting that midterm back, which sometimes you may not. So I think it's important to ask for feedback and make sure you realize where you went wrong at the midway point. Well, that's an excellent uh, tip to give to students who probably don't have um, that open communication with their teachers. Um, which also brings us to our next question, which is what are some of your favorite strategies for success during midterms, both in terms of academically and personally? Okay. Um, do you want me to start with that one, Jackie? I, I think and then you jump in too, because I think we're going to share this one because I think we both um, have lots of ideas here. So I think what I would first say is start early so it's 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 never too late to get started um preparing for big exams so um i actually tell students to try to do a weekly review just to check in every week on what did i learn this week in anatomy what did i learn this week in um, community justice just to get on top of new terms, um, new words, new concepts, new theories, start doing that early. Um, and, and then as you're approaching midterms, then you're gonna, you're gonna ramp it up. But my, my first tip would be start sooner than, than you think. Um, I could follow up on that one because yeah. I often share with students how important I think it is to take your own notes. It's one thing for the instructor to share their slides and to share their thoughts um, but if you're not writing your own notes in your own words i think it's harder to then 
explain how you understand that material because you're not practicing using your own words and taking those theories and terms and writing them down. So you need to practice writing throughout the entire term. So even if the instructor has said it and it's on the slide, write out the terms, maybe write them in a different color and then explain what that means using your own words because then you're practicing doing that prior to the midterm. Yeah, that that's a great tip, Jackie. I love that. Um, and just again, we're this is we're just building on this, which is which is perfect. Um, so because my my next strategy is practice testing. So Jackie already said that. So practice writing it out. But you want to practice doing an, a similar test to what you're going to have to do in the actual midterm. So the first thing is you want to know what the format is. So if it's going to be a multiple choice, you want to practice answering multiple choice questions in that subject area. If it's a short answer test, you want to practice answering short answer questions. If it's an essay, practice writing the essay. If you're going to have to label the diagram of the cat, draw out the cat and label it until you can do it without thinking. So whatever you're going to actually have to do in the test, that's what you want to be practicing well before before test time. And that really helps bring your anxiety down because you know you can do it. You've done it before. It's not the first time you've seen it. Um, and if you don't have practice tests, if your teachers aren't sorry, providing you with um, kind of review questions or um, old tests to study from, you can create your own and that's a great way to go through your slides, go through your notes and think of, you know, what might be the question here. Put on your teacher hat and think if I were the teacher, you know, what kinds of questions would I ask from this unit and then and then test yourself on those. Um, if you have a peer group, you could say, OK, everybody come up with 20 questions and then share them around and then always make sure you check back to make sure you have the right answer. That's important, but um, it's a good way to get your brain trained for for test taking is to do practice testing. Yeah, that's a great idea. Um, and, and one of the things Ray mentioned as well was um, some people have test taking anxiety or they say, you know, I get really nervous in tests. Um, and there's something called the brave method um, that I've talked to students about before. Um, and it's on our website if you want to go in and see more information. But um, the brave method, so B-R-A-V-E, we start with um, breathing deeply. So if you get nervous in tests, sort of start to try and manage your breath. Take a deep breath and try and tell yourself to relax, which is the R. Um, so you're almost like sort of coaching yourself through um, as you start to tense up, try and relax yourself. Um, and A is attitude. So realizing that your attitude can influence the way you answer questions. So if you try and tell yourself, I've studied, I've got this. Let's just read one question at a time. Um, and then visualization. So visualize yourself doing well on this test. Maybe you're visualizing yourself in the area where you studied. So you sort of are taking yourself back to what you saw and what it felt like when you were studying. Um, and then remember E, the end is in sight. It will be over and it will be fine. So however the midterm ends, you will be okay and there is help if it didn't go well. 
Yeah, I love that. I love that. That's that's a great one. I'm going to definitely post that in my office, too, if you don't mind, Jackie. Sure. <laughs> I like that. Um, if there's time, I can add another one um, in there. I, I think where a lot of students fall short when they're studying is they get a little mixed up between understanding ideas and concepts and knowing them well enough to answer questions on tests. And, and where that happens is a lot of students will tell me that they read over their notes and that's kind of as far as they go when it comes to studying. Reading over your notes is a wonderful first step and it's the first step to get uh, to gain understanding, but it's not often enough to be able to perform well on a test. So um, read them over to get your understanding, but then you have to do something more active and it's kind of comes back to the practice test, but it could also just be um, draw it out or um, make a timeline or make a graphic organizer, do something a little different with it than, than simply reading it over. Um, and that will again, let you know that yes, I understand this really well um, and it's not just a matter of me understanding the words when I read it but I can see that I can express it in a different way so trying to find an active strategy whether it's drawing or I really like timelines graphic organizers um, comic strips can be a really great way if you have to remember um, a bunch of steps to something you know, draw a little comic of, you know, the little stick person doesn't have to be fancy, you know, doing all the little steps. I think of that for, you know, nursing and vet tech where they just have, you know, they have to remember how to do 10 things in order. Wow, that's a lot to remember if you're just trying to remember it in words, but you could draw it out like a little cartoon and and then those kinds of things are a little bit easier to remember in in the stress of a test. Yes, right. The last thing I'll say is just um, because you had mentioned personally as well, um, don't forget to take care of yourself. So you do need to take breaks. You do need to sleep. You do need to get up and walk away. Maybe go outside for a little bit, call a friend, ask how they're studying and what, what do you think we should focus on. Um, but take some time away from the material because if you just cram, 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 um, you're not going to be as successful as if you space out your study time and you give yourself some break from the material. Don't forget to eat food and <laughs> walk away. <laughs> All of those things that you can sort of step away from the material as well. I think that's it's so hard at this time, like when you're so busy with midterms to remember those kinds of things. So I think that that's really good advice, Jackie, just to make sure that you do step away. Your brain can only handle so much in... Right in one chunk of time, <laughs> so. Absolutely, that's a really good point. Yeah, something that you, you mentioned, um, practice questions and practice tests and something that I've discovered this year, it's my first year in the BSN program, and I've discovered that a lot of the textbooks come with online learning um, tools that you can sign up for, you get them as part of your textbook, and they um, have a lot of practice questions, practice tests that really help put the concepts into a question format that might be similar to what your professors are asking. So I found that a really helpful way to understand how a concept might be applied rather than just understanding the concept. 
That that's great, Tiffany, and that's definitely a strategy that that I encourage students to to look in their textbooks um, in the back of the chapter or in yes in BSCN. I know you've got some wonderful resources and manuals, and you're absolutely right. You have to be able to apply those concepts that you're reading about, and like we said, that you understand, but you need to see how how is it going to be applied in a in a question format. So. Um, absolutely, yeah, those are great ways to, to find those practice questions for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so you had also mentioned peer study groups and, and just, you know, having a good study environment. Where can students go on the campus to study? Where are the best places? Yeah, so you can come on campus now and study. <laughs> <laughs> um, so students can use um, the library and Davy Hall. Um, so pretty common spaces that students use and inside there inside the library. There's actually some quiet space um, as well as group study rooms. Um, and then there's also some great group study rooms um, in Davies Hall and then also on the lower level next to the gymnasium. I don't know if everyone knows about them, um, but kind of where um, St. Larry's is across the way. Um, there's some really nice um, study rooms there. Um, you can also find some good alcoves throughout the campus. Um, I think students have sort of their own space that they like, but um, in the School of Business, there's some nice little alcoves. If you continue on down near the executive wing, there's some nice chairs there, and I've found it's pretty quiet there, even though it's a hallway, it's pretty quiet. Um, and then also, if you look anywhere on um, floor two, three, or four, there's often some chairs that are sort of um, there on their own um, where you could sit and find a quiet space. Yeah, those are really great. Um, and just thinking just off the campus, while the weather is still somewhat nice, we've had such warm fall, um, Lake Ontario Park just across the road um, is a really beautiful place to walk and there are lots of benches and picnic tables. Um, you know, this might not be the place to, you know, take all your anatomy textbooks, um, Tiffany, but uh, for nursing, but it might be a good place if you need to do a reading, um, just read some chapters or, or, or something like that, something um, that you don't have to lug all your books over, but it is a beautiful quiet space and, and you're right on, on the lake there. And uh, so that might just also be something on a, on a nice day, just get a different change of scenery. Nice. Mm -hmm. um, what can students do if they find that they are struggling with midterms? Okay, good question, Autumn. I'll take the start of that one, but I think Jackie really has has covered a lot of that. Um, I would say, though, if you're approaching midterms, even before you've started and you're finding yourself overwhelmed, um, reaching out to some of the uh, services that's that Jackie mentioned. So your SSF is probably your first um, you know, go to just to check in because your SSF will either help you right on the spot or they will definitely be able to find um, you the right avenue to, to search out. Student wellness and accessibility, again, is another service that I would reach out to if you're struggling, um, especially if you're a student who had any supports in high school um, or previous education. So if you had an IEP, for instance, um, or any extra support, before you came to St. Lawrence, I would check in with student wellness and accessibility just to see if there's anything else we can do for you to support you here as well. Um, peer tutoring, so popping into uh, 
the website for peer tutoring. We have peer tutors, but also professional tutors. So you could even just sign up for a one day um, session with a tutor just to help go over some math concepts or something. So the tutoring um, with the Academic Support Center is just fantastic here. Um, check with your instructor too. Your, your, your instructors are teachers are just amazing and they are very willing to help and that they want us to want our students to be successful so reaching out to them in in a in an email maybe or if you're able to chat with them after a class and just say look i, I just need some extra support getting ready for midterms can you give me some guidance here i'm, I'm not really sure you know how to get started um and i think you you'll find you'll you'll get some good support that way um, and your peers you know if you have some people in your class that you trust don't be afraid to reach out to them how are you studying um, and see if they have any tips or or senior students um, are helpful if you're in residence too um, sometimes the people who work in residence have some good tips and and resources as well so don't be afraid to ask your ras um, they're wonderful people who have had lots and lots of training so um, reaching out to your your RAs is also a good a good step. So lots of people around to to support you. Um, I know it's scary sometimes to ask for help, but you're definitely not alone. Um, Jackie and and her team and and student wellness and accessibility we're we're all really busy because students are are asking for for supports, and that's what we're here for. We want to help. That's awesome. Jack, did you have anything to add about that? You know, and I thought it was so funny and Ray started with the SSF when you asked me. I mentioned all the services except your SSF. <laughs> well, there are so many. How are you supposed to remember them all? <laughs> um, and that's part of that navigational piece. So student success facilitators are here to sort of guide you in which service really is right for you. So you you really should start with your SSF. So if you're thinking I'm just not doing well or I don't know if I'm going to do well, how how will I decide if I need help? Contact your SSF and you can figure out who that is by going to our webpage. Um, and all of our names are there and all of the programs that we support are listed on the web page. Just send an email and say, hi, can I see you? Um, we'll write you back, you make an appointment, um, and we will definitely have a conversation with students to figure out, um, are you a candidate who maybe needs to see wellness? Are you a candidate who maybe needs to see a peer tutor? Um, we'll have sort of a general conversation in the beginning and let you know all the services that are available to you. That's awesome. <clears throat> all right, well, we've, I mean, we've covered lots. You've told us a whole lot of things, a whole lot of tips and tricks and available services, which is amazing. Um, is there anything that you wanted to add that we haven't covered? I guess I would, you know, try to um, train yourself to to think about the midterm as a show what you know, as opposed to being too too worried about it. You know, you hopefully you're enjoying the material and think about it as a sharing. Like Tiffany, you said to us that you know this is a conversation today, and think about your your tests and your exams also as 
you know, conversations and you showing your teacher that, yes, I get this um, concept. And I think when we think about it that way, it takes a little bit of the pressure off. Um, it doesn't have to be, you know, as meticulous maybe as, as we think it will be. It's just expressing ourselves in a test situation. Yeah, and I think that um, one last point that I'd like to make is just around staying organized because when you prioritize what you need to do and maybe make a list of um, which things you need to do in sort of the order that you need to do them, um, I think you feel more on track and more prepared. And even if you're making a list um, of everything you need to do this day, and then everything you need to do in the next week and cross them off as you've done them. So you have that feeling of success. Like, yes, I've reviewed A, B, and C from this class today, done. Now I'm gonna take a little wellness walk. <laughs> and then the next thing I'm going to do is review A, B, and C from this class and give yourself sort of a timeline that you're going to do that in and then cross it off when it's done and making sure that you also take breaks in between. Yeah, I really like that, Jackie, and, I, and I'm glad you brought that up because I think that's key. And I think one of the things that we're noticing um, for a lot of students, when you're coming straight from high school or um, coming from the work, coming from a career, um, we're we're not really used to planning out our studies, and we you, we really have to. Um, Perhaps in high school, you had a teacher, they were really good at reminding you when everything was due and they, you know, every day, don't forget the test on Friday, don't forget the test on Friday. You kind of had that that support and guidance in high school. And when you get to college, it's a little bit different and you probably have more courses now to juggle. I know in some programs, you know, we're looking at between four and seven um, courses that you're trying to juggle. Do not think that you have to keep that all in your head to be successful. Most successful people are putting those into calendars, into agendas, like Jackie said, making a list. Um, use some of those strategies to help you keep yourself organized. Don't think you have to keep it in your head because a lot of students did do that in high school and they were okay. In college, you you need to to write it down or put it into your, your phone or your um, Google Calendar, however you want to do it, but definitely rely on those um, those lists and things and, and and make a bit of a study schedule for yourself. Like Jackie said, don't be afraid to um, to plan it out. Look, you know, when is my midterm and then work your way backwards to make sure that you can fit in all your topics and, and get through them all on time. So don't be afraid to fall back to uh, to the basics using calendars and uh, a schedule for sure. I couldn't live without my planner, honestly. Like I would probably lose my mind mm -hmm. if I couldn't see it written out, color coded in front of me every week. I don't think I would be able yeah. to keep myself Very together yet. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> so I love that tip because yeah. <laughs> having a planner has changed my life. I don't have to like reserve brain room for remembering when things are due anymore. Exactly. Exactly. I've got other things that my brain needs to be in charge of. That shouldn't be one of them. <laughs> Let the paper do that. That's right. That's right. Good, good point. All right. So that's awesome. And I mean, you, Jackie did mention um, how to go ahead and get ahead, uh, a hold of, sorry, the student success facilitators. How else can students go about contacting you if they need you or student wellness? Yes. Yeah, so student wellness. Um, so if you go to the St. Lawrence um, 
website and we're just uh, under wellness you can just look up wellness or uh, accessibility um, our email is wellness at sl.on.ca and you can you can email and you can also you could call in that's fine or you can walk into the office but email is probably your first your first bet and that's just at wellness at sl.on.ca mm-hmm Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, uh, and thank you. Pleasure. And thank you, Rachel and Jacqueline, for joining us. Um, you can find us on YouTube as The Voice Podcast or on Instagram at Voice Podcast or listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Podcast. All right. Thanks again. It was such a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for having us. All right. Okay. Have a great rest of the day. All Bye. the best on your midterms. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> okay.